0: Hello and welcome to the Seems Legit podcast, hosted by your favorite craft beer drinking, whiskey sipping, bourbon appreciating, sushi eating, steak craving, speedo wearing, tell like it is, poker playing guitarist, the dude himself, the dude Sunny D. I want to thank all of you so much for tuning into this episode of the Seems Legit podcast. Also, if you aren't already doing so, please follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at the dude Sunny D. Alright, it's been a little while here. Um with that being said, I did go on a little holiday with Miss Jess. Uh we went uh, for a little fun in the sun, went down to Mexico, uh, did the whole all-inclusive thing uh for a week. Uh it was nice. It was really nice to just get away, to refresh, to relax, uh, you know, just reconnect a little bit. Um you know, it's it's been a cold, miserable winter, and, and winters are always tough, especially Canadian fucking winters. Oh my God, do they suck! So it's just nice to get away, uh, especially with everything going on with this whole coronavirus. Uh, very scary times. Um, not not scary times, but I think very unsettling times. Um, It's leading to just people having a certain amount of apprehension, anxiety. Uh, You're seeing it in the stock markets. Uh, I mean, markets dropping huge last week and now taking major swings this week. Uh, Major pain in the butt. Uh, But, I mean, I guess that's one of the principles, A, of the the stock markets is is you shouldn't try to time the markets. And, I mean, it's it's funny because there's always panic whenever there's serious illness. And I think it goes to a bigger issue is just, you know... The regular person might not have enough information, right? So, therefore, there's a lot of panic that happens. Uh, Panic is normal, especially in situations like this. Um, But uh, pay attention to the news and we'll see how this plays out. Uh, But nonetheless, went away, uh, took a little holiday. Uh, Last year, we did this. uh, Actually, it's starting to become my thing. You know, take a little holiday. um, Kind of that one spring break holiday uh, before I start the summer grind. Uh, summer's creeping up on us much faster than anticipated. so looking forward to that. Uh, I've been doing my studying a couple of schedules are already up so I printed off my blank calendars uh, using those like worksheets and gonna try and get some planning done. I always say that every year <clears throat> that I want to plan and just kind of be more proactive uh, with my poker scheduling. Uh, but this year the goal is to put that into practice. So we'll see uh, if I can get to it. But Jess has agreed to help me, which is huge. But I find I have found kind of through the fall and into the winter this year, you know, just making sure to be more organized in my life uh, as I've been decluttering my house, uh, moving things around, all of that. Just kind of staying on top of things uh, has been incredibly important, I find. And uh, just I mean, you're happier when things are a little organized, constantly doing a little bit of that. Uh, I want to spend a little more time on my evenings uh, doing more kind of organizing work. But nonetheless, uh, that's, you know, that is what it is. And, you know, we'll take it from there and see. Hopefully, I can uh, have things fully organized uh, going into the summer season. And, of course, we'll have to see how the summer season even plays out. Um, amid this whole coronavirus uh, scare and uh, whatnot and pandemic that is going on in the world today, scary times, but again, poker season's around the corner, I think a lot of players are gearing up, there's a lot of events going on all over the place, Uh, I know Montreal has one coming up, I think in May, Um, Venetian always has ones going on, so just a lot of poker to be played, very exciting times, uh, always a good time to be a poker player I guess. Um, I didn't. I haven't done a full headcount because they haven't put out, so normally the WSOP does uh, this thing where they put out a nicely kind of organized printed out schedule, uh, it looks more official, uh, they haven't put that out yet. Um, a lot of them haven't put out their like kind of PDF versions of whatever yet, um, but the main schedules that are already out is as I just said the aforementioned World Series of Poker. Um, they have finalized their schedule from what I understand, as well as their deeply uh, their daily deep stack tournaments. Uh, Those are always exciting. Those draw big crowds. Uh, This might be a year where I find myself playing quite a few of those. Uh, They do have good, I want to see the the specific structures. But it's a good way to kind of maybe play some of that WSO, you know, play at the WSOP, but not have the pressure of the bracelet events or whatever it might be. Um, This year they're doing something different and they're having it in the main casino from what I understand, uh, their daily deep stack tournaments versus having them in the World Series of Poker area. Uh, Also during this time, usually I think that the Rio was still running daily tournaments as well as their own that that weren't part of the WSOP. So I don't know how this is going to work out, um, but I guess they've decided to give a certain amount of the casino floor to these daily daily deep stacks and we'll see how that plays out. Um, It... I can imagine, I'll say this, it'll be kind of nice as a player there, if, for instance, you're playing a WSOP event, you bust from it, to kind of have that breath of fresh air, that little bit of a walk, to kind of regather yourself, go, take a little walk, and be in a completely different area, you know, you're not, it kind of allows you to focus more on playing poker, Versus worrying about what's happening around you in the WSOP, um, allowing you to clear your head a little bit, you know, not focusing on, oh man, you know, there goes that chance to have won that big event. So we'll see. Um, This year, again, they're bringing back, I think, the Sunday uh, deep stacks that have the uh, PLO. Um, I love PLO. I think it's probably my favorite game. Um, I've, I've been, you know, I, I do enjoy, actually, I, I like most of the games. I can't really say there are some I don't, I, I don't like, uh, or that there are any I don't like, sorry. There are some that I like less, um, some that I haven't played, like Course Chevelle I've never played. Uh, I don't like when the games become too carnival and, you know, sometimes I hear other players in the summertime, they talk about these kind of carnival variant, or I don't even know if that's a word, but these kind of carnival variant of games, and uh, like super stud eight and all of these nonsense. I, that to me kind of takes away from it because at that point now, just kind of it's just gambling, right? Like it's just it, let's get together and gamble, you know, let's not really improve our skills and technique or whatever. So for me, that kind of becomes a bit of an issue because um, I, I just I'm not big into those games. Uh, but nonetheless, of the traditional poker games, uh, there aren't many I, di- I don't think there are any I dislike, just some I, li- I like less than others. Um, and other games, I just try to play more of. But this year, what they're doing with the Daily Deep Stack schedule is they're having a weekly Daily Deep Stack um, horse event, which is going to be nice um, and and a lot of, and very interesting, um, especially for those players that you know have tried to move away and kind of grown up from the no limit hold'em or pot limit Omaha uh, variants of poker and want to play something a little different. This could now be your chance to do so. Um, with these daily deep stack uh, horse games. So I'm, I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see how that works. I'll probably play a few. And just keep in mind, whilst I'm talking right now, I think maybe in today's episode I'm talking very fast. It seems like um, having not been here for a while, I, I, maybe I'm just so excited to be doing an episode. Uh, but nonetheless... Um, there's not just the World Series of Poker, right? So keep that in mind as well. And that's the other part of why being organized and scheduled plays in. Uh, you know, I don't have a backer. Um, whilst I have um, sold pieces of action and whatnot in the past, I do not have a backer. Um, I've prided myself on being a self-funded um, poker player. Um, bust, you know, just busted an ass and, and, and playing hard, playing well. And, you know, just trying to create my own opportunities. So sometimes, you know, there's a lot of us out there that are trying to do the same thing. And, you know, so you don't have the luxury necessarily of playing every World Series of Poker event. And that's why, I, you know, they have these other events elsewhere. Um, you know, so you're not blowing everything on one vent or chasing this dream. You kind of have the um, the whole kind of gamut of other places to play. Uh, during the World Series, make some money. Um, again, I mean, not everyone's giving out bracelets and and if that's important to you and I mean and, and playing the World Series is a different thing. It is kind of the big mecca of poker tournament play. so but nonetheless, there's a lot of planning that's going go in that goes into the poker season or should go into the poker season. And uh, over the next little bit here over the next few weeks, probably going to be looking at some scheduling. Um, might even do that tonight uh, if Jess is up for it. Uh, the big reason I say that is I think there's some airline um, sales going on. So we'll see what we can do there in terms of uh, planning. That was one thing we want you always want to try to do. As a professional poker player, you do have cost aside from just uh, entrance fees and registrations. You have the you know eating, lodging, travel, all of these things um, play into your ability to play poker. Uh, for a living. So keep that in mind as well. Uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, we will see how that plays out and hopefully we get some organizing done. Uh, I am very excited to see kind of how these schedules are gonna evolve this year. Uh, as I said, the WSOP is making a big push and big move towards the single reentry and freeze out uh, formatting. Uh, For those of you that don't know, freeze-out meaning you get one shot. That's that. Uh, I'm a big fan. I've long been a big proponent of the freeze-out format to uh, to tournament play. Uh, And the biggest reason why is I think tournament, unlike cash play, there's different skills involved. You're measuring different things. And you're basically saying like, hey, yes, given this amount of chips, given this game, given this structure, who right now can find a way to get the job done and win? And I think... And, and to me, that's why I've always been drawn to tournament play. That's why I love tournament play, whether it be, you know, small daily tournaments or wherever. And you'll find me more likely playing daily tournaments than cash games. Um, I mean, with cash games, there's, ins- you know, there's that instant gratification uh, that comes with it. People feel like they're more in control. Um, there are certain strategies that are different. So, so, you know, people feel like cash games are something you can truly master. Um and whatnot, um, but I've always enjoyed the thrill of playing a tournament and winning a tournament more so. More so than playing a, t- a poker tournament, winning uh, a poker tournament um, for me still does something. And uh, nonetheless, I I just I I, I like playing poker tournaments. That, that's that's just what I like to do. Uh, to me, I never view it as a as a waste of time. You know, never time wasted time. Oh, I could, wish I could have gotten back uh, gotten that time back. Whereas, I mean, with cash games, I've found at least it's, you know, let's say you get up and then you start losing. You're like, well, fuck, I should have pulled away. Right? Like, there wasn't... So, I mean, but I mean, that comes down to you, your personal preference, your, your own discipline, your own self-discipline, all of these factors. Um, you know, all of these kind of things. So, it, it just comes down to personal preference uh, for me... I've long considered myself a tournament player, a kind of a daily tournament, pro, uh, you know, a, t- a tournament grinder, so to speak. So, yeah. Uh, with that being said, that's why the ter- the the season, the poker season for me, that summertime season is so important um, because I like to play tournaments, and there's a lot of tournaments. There's some big prize pools. There's money to be won. Uh, so for me, that's usually the draw. Uh, but nonetheless, with coronavirus this year. Uh, We're going to see how that plays out, uh, whether I can get down there or not, um, just what's going on Um, and yeah, but uh, I guess yeah, to recap on things, uh, we recently got the new car, Uh, I decided to take that first step, you know, take that next step and truly uh, being a family man and I bought myself a family vehicle, uh, an F-150 truck. Uh, whilst you might not think of the truck as a family vehicle, truly, in my opinion, it is. Uh, and my big thinking there is really just, I mean, the size of it, utility of it, the power, I mean especially in Canadian winters, especially with the snowfall, like just last night we had a huge snowfall. Just that safety, that security and safety to know I can get to point A, point B, I can get Jess if need be, I can get our kids if need be, I can pick up other members of the family if need be. Um, The room in it, you know, it's roomy, it's spacious. You know, everybody's comfortable. I mean, even when I look back, we have the kid in the back seat, like, you know, she's comfortable, she's not squished in there. You know, it's, it's, it's a comfortable ride. Um, you know, the, the, you gain the utility of the truck bed, and you know, I can put my hockey equipment in there and not worry about it stinking up the car. You know, things like that. Um, the tra- you know the towing features. You know, if we if we were to get a trailer, rent a trailer to go camping, all those kind of things now become more realistic opportunities and options. Um, given you know now with that truck as opposed to driving around, uh, you know, I don't know where the journey honestly fit in the grand scheme of cars in classification in terms of size. I know it looked literally like a weird minivan kind of felt like a minivan minus the sliding doors. Um, And I had a bench seat in the second row and didn't have a third row, but essentially it was kind of like a training minivan in a way. And uh, so we moved away from that, got the F one hundred and fifty, very happy with it. Uh, Very different driving a truck though, than driving other cars. Um, luckily, I've had experience in the past driving pickup trucks. I um, had one uh, in a business endeavor a while ago uh, that, I f- that we were using for the business. Uh, my mom had a truck in the past. Um, so, you know, ha- I at least I've had that experience getting behind the wheel. But yeah, there are things you take uh, for granted uh, when you don't drive a truck as opposed to driving a truck. Parking lots, fucking nightmares. Uh, but built-in benefit, I have to walk more. So... It all kind of works out, uh, so to speak, in a way, uh, which is nice. Um, But yeah, so that was a big thing. Uh, Ball hockey season is kind of winding down a little bit here. We're into the playoffs. We lost a game last week, so we are facing elimination this weekend. Uh, Hopefully it goes well for us. Uh, It's been a fun year. Uh, I don't have any regrets about that. I'm happy I did it. I don't know moving forward, forward where I feel about it Uh, and I mean I've done this on the podcast before and I mean it's just my thoughts on the day and I've been going back and forth on it Um, the big thing was this year is I hadn't signed up to play in net Uh, ended up playing the season in net uh, which made me a little uncomfortable at first because I did I didn't feel like I was in net shape ready yet like I wasn't goalie shape yet and I've kind of gotten there throughout the 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 season a little bit Uh, my flexibility a little bit but you know I'm not as flexible as I once was in the net and for me that was always one of my biggest attributes Uh, and you do feel the difference right and especially if you're used to playing or you a certain style in net not having the ability to do that uh, can you know dampen the mood a little bit but uh, overall, I've watched my my game kind of come back to me slowly throughout the season. Uh, you know really I've, I've played as well as I could. I've had a lot of fun. Uh, going into the summer, uh, there's another world Dom tournament so another all-day draft style tournament uh, which I'll be playing. That's at the beginning of April. Uh, thinking about summer season, I don't know yet. Uh, it's played on the full size rink, so it's five on five. Uh, very interested to see uh, how that'll go. Thinking about it still. Not totally sure where I'm, you know, where I'm at on that. The good news is I'm not gonna have to play net full time uh, because again with the poker season, I just can't commit to that. So probably playing a mix of in and out of the net. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but nonetheless, very, very, very uh, happy that I played this year. Just you know, you come out of it. You know, as I as I was telling Jess, I said, you know, the one thing that that's been a bit of a downer on it is, is just the constant kind of like, the aches, the wear and tear, uh, that has come with uh, this season. You know, there has been some weeks where I feel like, fuck, I'm just getting, I'm I'm resting up and healing up to play, um, rec league sports and you know that's been a bit of a mind thing uh that's been a bit of something that's just kind of played some games with me a little bit in my head uh but it's it's great exercise you can't truly replicate the sport style workout you get unless you're playing that sport so that's been nice to incorporate as well as i've gotten you know much better control over being in shape especially over the last year Uh, So that's been good there, Uh, really been focusing. And as I said over the last year, tailoring my workouts, you know, finding that sweet spot for myself, you know, whatever it might be. Uh, So, you know, really working hard, staying healthy, trying to be healthy, trying to set a good example. As I've told Jess, you know, it's it's that setting that good example, showing the kids, right? That, you know, Daddy still got it. Daddy still busts ass. Daddy works hard, right? None of these things come easy. You know, daddy doesn't just sit around as naturally just beats everybody at poker. No, daddy works hard at that. Daddy studies, you know, daddy puts in the time. So that's been a big thing as well is, uh, just making, is just putting in that time. And as, as, as we get closer to the poker season, uh, I've been, you know, putting in that work now to get ready for it, uh, mentally, physically, um, poker play wise, all of these things. Uh, I'll play a factor in it, so just really trying to do what I can uh, to get myself and put myself in the right position, put myself in the right mindset, and give myself a chance to truly be successful, that's the biggest thing, as I've said, the recipe is two things, you have to put yourself in a position to win, and you have to play to win once you're there, so uh, doing those two things uh, really is incredibly important, can't stress the importance of that enough. Uh, so yeah, moving, uh, into that will be interesting. So, uh, to say the least, uh, but this isn't the, you know, my first rodeo, so to speak. So again, it's a matter of just hunkering down now, getting ready for the season, uh, kind of like my training camp, so to speak right now, my preseason, if you would. So as I get through that, you know, again, it's, uh, getting ready for that big grind. And uh, again, should that grind happen, uh, given this whole uh, new uh, scare and worry regarding uh, none other than uh, the uh, beloved coronavirus. So with that, yeah, so moving into the summer now, you know, Jess and I were talking about uh, what is it, her big camping, she's a big camper, she loves she loves fucking camping, so that's the other thing, is, is planning the camping, uh, now again, of course, with the truck now, looking, maybe renting a trailer, making it a little more enjoyable of an experience uh, for yours truly, uh, this summer, nonetheless, uh, you know, it, it is kind of a nice thing, if you can keep camping relaxed, it isn't the worst thing in the world. It does, you know, you do, you you get to disconnect from all the stressors and just take some time to just fucking breathe, you know, just a little bit of that time to breathe, which is really, really nice. Uh, so we'll see again. It always depends on the company. So we'll see who's there this year. I uh, don't want to uh, get too much into that. Uh, Jess won't be too happy with me if I start uh, using my podcast to ramble on too much about uh, some of my uh, dislikes in terms of people. But nonetheless, uh, hopefully it'll be a good time camping this year. Uh, And just some more projects around the house, the backyard again. We did a lot of work on the backyard last year, Uh, you know, taking that up a notch, finishing that up. Uh, Hopefully even before, depending on when spring hits, Uh, Maybe even before I go away for the summer poker season, that would be nice uh, to get some of that in. So we'll see. Uh, The other thing, too, is that to remember about the summer poker season, and this is kind of the biggest, the, the one really big drawback, is losing those truly long summer days. By the time I get back, the days are already getting shorter again, right? We're already on the other side of the long days, Uh, which, I mean, it does kind of psychologically play with your head a little bit, especially living in Winnipeg and how nasty and cold and ridiculous it is here. Uh, But um, it's all for a cause, right? Uh, It's it's no different. With with anything you want to do in life that you're driving yourself at, there are sacrifices to be made. And sadly, that is my sacrifice. Uh, But uh, nonetheless, this year, putting in the work... Uh, hopefully, gearing up to have a really uh, knock on wood good summer this year. And uh, yeah, and just kind of, you know, have a lot of interesting things to talk about this year on the podcast. I will be taking down the gear and be podcasting during the World Series this year. So you don't have to miss me for the whole time. I will be trying to on my off days podcast, keep you updated as to what I'm doing, uh, as to what. Uh, is going on at the various events, especially at the World Series, giving some of my analysis, my personal analysis on uh, the going-ons there. So nonetheless, I think it'll be a very interesting uh, summer. We'll see how it all plays out with this whole corona thing. Uh, but yeah, looking into that, I mean, one of the big things there too as I talk about that mental and physical preparation and the study preparation is again, those routines, right? Getting into the right routines and habits, Going into the summer, right? Discipline, getting in those workouts. You know, today didn't get to the gym. Uh, but again, we had mountains of snow to shovel. So got the shoveling done. Still got my workout in at home. Gonna do some reorganizing around the house. Put in the time playing poker today though. Again, a big thing there. Those are those those important steps that we all need to kind of take uh, in order to have uh, that success in whatever our endeavors are is making sure we put in that process and that routine, and make those processes routine, no different than when I talk about skincare or hair care, fitness, anything. It's all about the process and the routine. And if you listen uh, and watch, uh, you know other successful people talk. That's the biggest, or uh, one of the big common denominators, right? Is having a solid process and having a solid routine. So. There's one thing I can always instill on people or try to instill on people, it's the the importance of having that process, that routine um, in kind of your everyday life and whatever it is you're doing, keeping that up, staying positive, finding things that keep you happy, right? Staying positive, you know, those big things, uh, being able to recognize ourselves, knowing ourselves, you know? looking in the mirror, recognizing that person in the mirror, right? So nonetheless, that's where I'm going to leave you guys off. I think today we've got ball hockey winding up. We've got the new season going to start there, the new car. Um, well, I guess I could talk a little bit more about Mexico. Fuck it. Why not? Uh, it was just nice. It was nice. We stayed at the uh, Blue Bay Grand Esmeralda Hotel, uh, our resort and hotel. I don't know what they want to call it, but uh, nonetheless, it was nice. Uh, I'm a big fan Of the all-inclusive environment. I think it's nice. Uh, I know there's a lot of YouTube videos. And things like that. Where people say. Oh there's all these hidden ways they get you. It happens anywhere and everywhere. Right. So every vacation. Every holiday. Every trip you take. Is what you make it. If you go somewhere pre-stressed out. You know. Thinking. Oh hey. This is a scam. That's a scam. Whatever it might be. Well fuck yeah. Of course you're going to be apprehensive, of course you're going to be upset, but you know, if you take some time to just relax, to just say, fuck it. And truly, truly, truly just enjoy yourself. Enjoy that, you know, that nice fresh air. Enjoy just getting away. Enjoy leaving your problems behind. Then you know what? It's not a bad way to vacation. I truly uh, cannot, you know, I, I've had gr- good experiences. Uh, I've been down with, a, you know, a couple of different travel companions. And, you know, it's great. I've stayed at a couple of different places. I know Jess is well-versed um, on these all-inclusive holidays. She's been down now a few times. Uh, every time has a lot of positive things to say. Uh, look forward to maybe taking the kiddo next time. Uh, it was just the two of us. Uh, we got to do this... Um, Great kind of nature theme park. Uh, Shelha, I think is how it's pronounced. Uh, but nonetheless, that was a lot of fun. Uh, Shelha. Great day. Uh, the weather cooperated. It was beautiful, sunny. You're, you know, you're right there on the ocean. Uh, I swam in the ocean. Who would have ever thought they'd hear me say that? Uh, but did it. Uh, I, I cliff jumped. I think is what they call it. Uh, so I cliff jumped. Uh, just was shocked to hear that. Of course, I had my speedo wear. Uh, you know, gotta you gotta fashion it. You gotta wear uh, the speedo. So uh, rocked the speedo hard uh, for this trip. It was a good time. Uh, again, can't really uh, say anything bad about that. But yeah, it was a good time. Good times were had. F- a lot of fun. A fucking ton of fun. Uh, on this trip. So yes, look forward to going back, doing it again. Um, in whatever variant that finds set we find ourselves doing that. Uh, I would even stay at the same resort. You know, it, the food was okay. The food was good. Uh, if I'm being honest, you know, is it the greatest, or did I have the greatest meals of my life? No, but I ate well. I'm. I was pleasantly surprised, but I, not pleasantly surprised. But I was. I was happy with the food. I was not disappointed. Uh, the drinks were nice. The staff was incredibly friendly. Very nice. Uh, so all of that. Uh, overall, very. Ple- um. You know. I would say yeah, it was a great place. Uh, it wasn't too far away. I think it was about 45 minutes from the airport. Uh, which wasn't the worst thing in the world. It wasn't bad. Uh, so yeah, it was good. It was a good fucking time. Can't really complain. Um, what did I do? I brought back some Scotch Duty Free. Brought back some cigars. So overall, good times. Really good times. Can't really complain about anything there. Uh, the resort was nice. The room was okay. I mean, it wasn't It was, it wasn't necessarily as nice as the previous resort I had stayed at. The rooms, but the overall resort was relatively similar. Um, the room was a little smaller than the other place, but it was still nice. Uh, as I said, the liquor was ni- uh, was good, the, fr- the food was good, uh, the staff was very friendly. Even the people there, and that was a big thing too. The people, the travelers, the tourists, the vacationers, all super friendly. Everybody was having a good time. That was, I think, to me, the really nice thing about this trip was everybody there was also having a really good time, which is nice to see. You know, There's a lot of stresses going on in the world today, but just everybody has stresses, on their day-to-day lives uh and it was just nice you know to get away really was you know you work hard and you want to be able to reward yourself and that's kind of what i did you know how i looked at it is you know you work hard so you're able to do these things for yourself and for those you love and to see everybody there having a good time was really nice uh, i would even consider going longer uh, as i was telling jess i think there's a sweet spot between nine to twelve days uh at a place like that or any of these all-inclusive I think there really is uh there's a couple of people i saw that had um been to that particular resort multiple times and for their first one they might have done the week but every subsequent one they were there for longer so that was kind of interesting in itself to see uh how many people uh on their second and return visits stay longer so nonetheless good time I, i feel like i've been saying nonetheless a lot today, and I probably have been in this episode, so I do apologize, Uh, it seems to be the theme of the episode, maybe that's what I'll uh, uh, make this the title of the episode, so there you go, so you have to listen to the episode to know why the title of the episode is nonetheless, Uh, but anyway, that'll be funny, Uh, hopefully you guys all enjoy that and like that little bit of humor, Uh, but yes, it was a good time. Very nice. Uh, the one thing I got a co- comment on is tequila down in Mexico is way different than it is up here. Much nicer. Uh, I never I ha- really considered myself much of a tequila drinker, but I did enjoy the tequila down there. Uh, not that I had a lot of it, but just uh, when I would have tequila, it was very nice tequila. So, yeah. And you, you get to see some interesting wildlife down there, uh, which is always nice. Uh, the pools, yeah, the pool was was nice. I think they had a couple of pool areas that each had a couple of pools at them. Uh, right on the beach, which was nice. Uh, the beach was uh, quite a clean beach, actually, which was very nice as well. Bars everywhere. Uh, they have the nightly entertainment right at the resort. So all these things, uh, overall a plus. So can't really complain there. As I told Jess, the only thing is, maybe I would have liked to have paid a little less, uh, so uh, I would be more flexible in my departure times next time just to pay less, but overall, can't really complain, and uh, very thankful she talked me into it, very thankful I had the opportunity to go. So again, that was a positive, positive. and I think now I'll leave you guys off there. Uh, as I said, the poker are around the corner, so we'll probably be talking a lot more around, about that on the uh, podcast here over the next little while. Also, Stanley Cup playoffs right around the corner. Things are heating up. Uh, a lot of movement uh, in that week while I was gone over this last week, too. Uh, Philadelphia Flyers, one point. Now they're in second place. I think Pittsburgh had lost like six straight games or something ridiculous. So the Philadelphia Flyers now one point back, especially after beating Washington yesterday. Of the Capitals for the lead in the Metropolitan Division, I didn't think I'd be seeing that. Uh, Winnipeg Jets, you know, clinging to a playoff spot. Alexander Ovechkin finally getting over 700 goals. Uh, Two behind David Pasternak in a very tight race for the Rocket Richard Trophy. Pasternak with 47. uh, Austin Matthews with 46. Ovechkin with 45. So that one will be down to the wire. Uh, Dreisaitl having a breakout season this year. uh, Leading the league. Uh, Probably going to win the Art Ross I think he's got a he's got quite a bit of a cushion, and maybe think thirteen points on McDavid. Um, seeing as how they play on the same team, and I think even the same line, it would be very difficult to imagine a situation where McDavid passes Drysaitel. So I think Drysaitel's got that locked up. Uh, again, Vasilevsky in the Net there with his thirty-three wins, leading the league. But Jordan Bennington right behind him at thirty—that's a story in itself. So we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of interesting stories. We'll talk about that uh, in the next few episodes here of the Seems Legit Podcast. But none, well, there it is. Nonetheless, I thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Seems Legit Podcast. If you aren't already doing so, please follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at the Dude D. Take care and bye-bye for now.